there, you amazing patrons. It's X, and I'm here along with Kyle and Felicia, and this is the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. This is our special content we provide to the folks who are so generous enough to share at least a dollar a month with us. And for that one dollar a month, let me tell you, you get special patron live streams where you might have to wait a whole hour for us to show up. <laughs> Not all the time. Nope, that was this week. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, commercial-free episodes of the podcast, and this show right here, which remains exclusive for about six months. Uh, so if you're hearing this and you're not a patron, you should really change that by going to patreon.com slash Outcasts. Okay, so this week, uh, I decided to pick up a little bit of a, a... It's kind of right up our alley, along with like the it's super salty thing that we were talking about months and years ago, or whatever the oh, fuck yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you did not do this. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with eating sperm or anything like that. This came from <laughs> CBS News, and the headline that I wrote for this thing, where it says, uh, Sperm Recipient Crosses Boundary. Oh, this one. Yeah, I remember this one. So, yeah. Danielle Tuscher's five-year-old daughter, Zoe, is oh, one of yeah. thousands of children conceived with sperm from an anonymous donor. And when Tusher wanted to know more about her daughter's ancestry and possible health issues, you know, valid problems and totally, things that happen yeah. with this, I get it. Yeah. She and other family members decided to get DNA tests from 23andMe and added one for Zoe. What turned up appeared to be one of the anonymous donor's immediate relatives. Uh, and she was shocked. So the donated sperm came from a cryobank called Northwest Cryobank, which offers donors anonymity. But she said the apparent relative she found on 23andMe listed themselves as open to messaging. And she said to herself, I said, I don't want to cross any boundaries. I just want to let you know that we are out here and we are open to contact if you are, she said. No, that's not appropriate. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that, lady. <laughs> so Anyway, so the relative responded, uh, I don't understand. And so this lady said that she let it go. But then she got a cease and desist letter from the cryobank mm -hmm. uh, telling her not to contact the donor or learn more information about his identity, background, or whereabouts. And the mm -hmm. sperm bank warned that it could seek $20,000 in liquidated damages. There's a, there's a sperm joke there. I can't think of it right now, but there's one there. <laughs> more uh, like $20 million. <laughs> Uh, and worst of all, she said, it took back her four additional vials of the donor sperm that she purchased. You know, the sperm she had planned to use to have Zoe's genetic siblings, which I get that. You know, they pr pretty much all probably look about the same, you know. But hmm? if you're going to go for sperm donation, just have just go for, go for gusto, go for, like, bro, go for yeah. all of it, you know, <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand the whole having to have a genetic sibling. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have like one completely similar one half and one step. And as far as I'm concerned, still just siblings. So, yeah, <laughs> like it I've all a, boils down to the same. I've got a full sibling that I don't talk to, but I talk to my in-laws and steps quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So huh, it's funny, like the how that works. Uh, anyway. Uh, she said she was devastated. I mean, I was shocked. I was crying for days. I could barely eat. You're definitely not going to eat the sperm. <laughs> they took that back. Uh, I felt em almost embarrassed, she said. Here I thought I was doing this thing I thought was in the best interest of my daughter. You should have left it up to your daughter oh, to yeah, make that you, decision you, later in life, yeah, not you. You weren't you, doing that for your daughter. You're doing that for you. Yeah, you knew better. You knew better than to contact this 
genetic relative and not family member. Right. And she, once she gets to adulthood, is allowed to decide if she wants to pursue that kind of genetic bond. Um, but that's not your choice. You made an agreement not to do this. That's it, it's really, really inappropriate that you even attempted. I don't I don't understand what her thinking was, because that definitely was not in the you got the background information that you wanted yeah, from the yeah. genetic test. You knew what you were signing up for and you knew what you agreed to. And bringing the biological father into this, who's not this child's father, is not family to this child. Bringing them, them, them into it is wrong. It's inappropriate. You could have fucked up that guy's life big time yeah. by doing yeah. something like that. So she's like, uh, and they just came back in on me in such a harsh way that made me feel like I did something terrible, like I was a criminal. Well, you did something terrible. You two did not something criminal, wrong. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did something wrong. And uh, they were completely right to say, well, clearly you are not going to use this sperm properly. So. And see, oh, the, it gets it gets just so much better. So um, it says uh, Northwest Cryobank told CBS News that it does not prohibit DNA testing, but it said that concern arises when one uses DNA tests to contact a donor and or his family. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. She contacted the family. She didn't find who it was. But she specifically, could've. she found she a relative, you know, but she so, could have. That's the thing well, is that she could have. And if I remember correctly, those genetic tests will tell you how like they're related in what way or something like that. So the relative could have the relative must have figured out who the donor was, because otherwise, if they didn't, she wouldn't have got a cease and desist. Yes. Yeah, from that mm-hmm. specific cryobank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What else does it say? Um, the family said clients like Tusher have contractually agreed to not independently seek the identity or attempt to contact these individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and according to the lady, the contact was online or sorry, the contract was online. And she's like, I mean, you just click the boxes. That's no, yeah. that's on you, lady. That's on you. If you didn't read the end user licensing it's, agreement, yeah, you know? it, and it's not like an end user license agreement for yeah. iTunes. <laughs> Yeah, where you no, turn into this... human centipede. Yeah, remember that South Park? Yeah. <laughs> so... yeah. No, is... Oh, no! I hate the burrito! This, the no, thing... this was a fucking contract! You read those! And, and it wasn't, yeah, this wasn't just like, look, I gotta use a phone. Like... It's not boilerplate, and I, I want to use the software. You yeah, know? And, and everything in the contract apparently holds the fuck up as it, like, it's, yeah. it's a legitimate thing that they're doing. So she said, my daughter, I can just imagine this lady having the, and, and I'm, she probably doesn't, but she, she seems like the Karen Goslin or whatever the fuck her name is that has the the swoop hairdo where it's like up in the back at the same uh, time. Yeah, the, let me speak I, to the manager hairdo. So yep. I fucking hate that hairdo. So she said, "My daughter is an actual living, breathing, feeling human being who did not sign that contract. She's five. <laughs> she, She's five. No, 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 no. The parent, da- yeah, oh, yeah, the daughter." Had, had nothing to do with any of this. The daughter has no concept of any of this shit that you're talking about at five years old, unless and, you're making a big fucking stink about it. Yeah, you know? and I'm pretty sure that that contract can't be enforced against her once no. she's <laughs> once she's old enough to make these. No, because of she didn't sign a goddamn thing. Exactly. <laughs> That's how contracts work. So, 
contracts or not, many donor-conceived children and their families are finding each other. Uh, there's a group called the Donor Sibling Registry, a group that connects donor-conceived children and their families. Her own donor-conceived son has found 18 half-siblings, and most of them through DNA test matches. God damn, that was a college student that was starving at the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had a steak this week instead mm -hmm. of ramen noodles. It was great. Um, <laughs> all of us, thousands of us have made these connections. It's a right for everybody to know the truth about their own DNA, their own background, their relatives, and their medical histories. Yes, for the person that's seeking it, not for yeah. the, the parent. Right, not for, not for the parent. Not for the parent, but it's still... And she okay. wanted to she wanted to make connections with a donor right. for her own reasons. Her daughter had nothing to do with this. I certainly hope it wasn't to try to coerce them into being a present in her life at all. <laughs> um, but she made that. She tried. She was trying to make contact for her own reasons. Mm -hmm. and like, I've tried the frozen. Daughter. I want the fresh. Bad X. So. Uh, the the cryobank said not all donors want that opportunity. It said that there's a human being on the other side of the gift who may have a partner, parents, job, and children of his own. And uninvited contact could jeopardize these relationships and families. Yeah. Uh, and some experts say that in 2019, the contact may simply be unavoidable. Well, unavoidable. He said, despite our best efforts, it's impossible to promise anonymity anymore. Which is why I'm not going to get a fucking DNA test done. My family got theirs done. I'm not fucking doing that. Are you stupid? I'm not doing that shit. No, no. I'm oh, the just, reason I'm is so not... cheap is because they're going to fucking make bank off of selling your information to somebody else. Are you Boom, kidding me? there it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even that accurate. No, they're going to use that stuff to exploit people. Insurance companies are going to deny, deny you coverage based on your genes. Shit like that. Yeah. Yep. yeah exactly. This is capitalism. <laughs> this is an altruism. No, and it's not as simple like, oh, look, we're from this region of the world. How neat is that? It's like, uh, yeah, that's like something you could do with just like without having to do complete sequences of shit like that. You can just look at certain traits, you know. OK, so anyway, it says the problem we have now is that the science has kind of overstepped where we are in terms of legality, said Dr. Peter McGovern, an infertility specialist. <laughs> I don't know. That contract sounds pretty fucking like ironclad in this case. Uh, but Tusher who said with the loss of her vials, the promise of more children could be ended for her. As long as you still have eggs, there's still plenty of sperm for you to get. Yeah. Free. no, mm -hmm. <laughs> Your, The chance of children is, is not off the table. No. You and can she find says, donor. This is her quote, and we're going to end it on this one. They literally took my babies, my future babies, she said. No, yeah, they, no. Did, they didn't no, take they're not babies. babies. They're not babies. They're not babies. No, they're not that, babies. That's, yeah, it's baby they took, batter. They took it's like <laughs> million. They sure they took millions of half babies away from you because really potential they, half they, babies. Because... Potential half babies. Yeah. Potential half babies. Utah <laughs> Outcast. There's the episode title. Potential half babies. 